It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Um, let's, you, you, you have a read to do? Yeah, so I'm going to set this up a little bit here with this tag board. If you want to take this tag board full here, Steve. Uh, Donovan Mitchell scored 71, and now Damian Lillard scored 71. And if you could bet that Donovan Mitchell will score 72 this season, you might want to do it with BetJack. The time is now, Ohio Good Sports fan. Sports betting it's is natural. live. Download the BetJack app today so you'll be able to go, you'll be ready to go with all the action. BetJack, Ohio Sportsbook. They probably have a line on that. I'm yeah. taking the under. Oh, He's yeah. not doing it. Guys, I don't really give a rat's ass if Donovan Mitchell scores 72 or not. I want the Cavs <laughs> to win the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care. care. I don't, I don't care. care. I'm sick of all these scoring. It's not a record. No, like, what is it's it? a Cavs record. Yeah, it but is. that's it. I mean, it's not an NBA record, but scoring this year is way up. We've seen, you know, score. There was a regular season game right after the All-Star game. It happened. Kings, uh, Clippers that scored double overtime. 176, 175. Second like highest that. scoring game in ever. NBA history. 351 total um, points. Defense is now optional. I think everybody has realized that that's where the effort is. If everybody's talking load management, stars are sitting. Teams also aren't playing defense anymore. Yeah. Defense in the regular season is a myth now. And even the Cavs, who last year early played it, this year early played it, um, they gave up 136 the other night. Forty-five, right. I think. Is uh, there so. ever, I mean, the, it, there was always a big difference, I think, more than any other sport between regular season and postseason in basketball. It's now even more now exacerbated. Even it I is mean, a bigger chasm now. And every year it's getting bigger. The it difference. is. Um, it, I studied the line scores of these two, and I hate to give my answer, but I, I'm more impressed. The question is, which, which one's more impressive? I think Lillard 71 was more impressive. Does anybody want to disagree with that? Why is that? Okay, I'll I'll throw the numbers out there. He just put some of them up. So, he did his in regulation, first of all. Um, He played 10. So, I'm with you. He only played 39 minutes. I'll make the case for Mitchell if if we have to. How many minutes did Mitchell play? 50. He did it in 11 or 10 10 and a half fewer minutes. He also also took six more shots, Mitchell. Now, the one thing that is absolutely more impressive about Mitchell's point total and game was the fact that he had 11 assists. And eight rebounds. So he actually contributed to 98 points, was it? 98 points. 98 the under one, 145. I'll argue Mitchell just for the sake of arguing Mitchell here. <laughs> Lillard did it against the Houston Rockets team that is tanking. That's, That's true. true. Plays absolutely. You talk about teams not playing defense in general. The Houston Rockets are allergic to defense. Yeah. I mean, they don't even attempt to put out an effort. And Mitchell shot it better. Well, Better but, field goal percentage. In, well, a tiny bit. True shooting percentage was different. He made 20 free throws. Lillard made 14. The other thing about Lillard's was he almost he almost tied Clay Thompson's record for the most three pointers. He made in 13 game. threes in the game. He had 13 three yeah. pointers. That's yeah, that's I mean, pretty crazy. But so, the so record's 14. The difference in but the Bulls the Bulls aren't a juggernaut either. No, but the game went to overtime. It was much closer. It was. Lillard did it in a non-competitive atmosphere, right, which turned into true. a track meet and a shootout. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when we are comparing side by side. Lillard scored 71 points in 39 minutes. It took Mitchell 49-48, right. I think was the, the final number. Almost 49 50 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Almost 50 minutes yeah. to score 71. I, I got to tell you, I was say, saying this to you guys as we were driving in. I, I was like, I didn't even know about this until last night. And it really feels like nothing. Like, I'm like, I know it's an accomplishment. I don't really care. 
Yeah. I, I got an I alert don't care. on my phone. I didn't yeah. even read the story. I just got the alert, and I'm like, oh, yeah. wow. So we've got a second seven. What's fascinating is in the history of the NBA before this year, there were six players that had reached 70 points in a game. Yeah. In two months, we've seen it twice. It would, just it drives home nobody's playing defense. Would you be surprised if we start seeing two or three a year now? No. No, I wouldn't. Just because I nobody's playing defense. I think 70 is the new 60. In, in, in terms of individual point totals. I th- also think guys are more going for it than they did in the past. Things like it's that. more of a me league than a team league, yes. Yes. for sure. The Especially other thing, the too, that season. we talked about this this morning. I read this early this morning, and I was like, wow. Um, last night was the first night of the NBA season yep. where the leading scorer for the entire league didn't have 30 points. 29 right. was the, was the yeah. single individual player high last night. Guys, so I think 30 is the new 20. I think right. 40 is the new 30. Yes. Now, anything over 50, I don't care when you're doing it. Anything over 50 is eye-popping and very impressive. I don't know that we're going to have an 80-point game again. What did Kobe have, 81? 81. I don't think we'll see that again, but I wouldn't be I do. blown I, away I, 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 I disagree with both of what you said, Jay. I don't think it's going to become too common because we saw it twice this year in two months. It took Mitchell – 50 minutes, which is longer than a regulation game. So it took an extraordinary circumstance for Mitchell to reach that number. Lillard made 13 threes. He was as hot as humanly possible to reach that. And guess what? The ultimate kudos to Lillard. I'm not taking anything away. That that to me is otherworldly. But when you look at how many players have ever reached that number? Right. It is eight players. I know. That's it. Michael Jordan never did it. I get it. But the game – we're, we just said the game is going to less and less defense in the regular season. Don't you think that trend's going to continue? And guys at, are more about accumulating individual stats yeah. than ever before. But at some point, and just like with the evaluation of the teams and the, at some point we're going to reach. By the stats absurd, by the way. Just I, I found I this earlier. Career sixty point games. Lillard has five, which is more than Jordan, and then Wilt has 61, which goes back to show when we were comparing <laughs> what's more impressive, Wilt's 100-point game or Mitchell generating 98. more than three times right. the rest of the league put together. I know. Ever. And that's why when you talk about, like, individual dominance in the sport, like, I know that Bill Russell gets all the attention, but Wilt's 100 and right. that stat right there. Well, the Bill won, also, though. That's why, you know. You know. We think of – Bill yeah. did. So, yeah. But from an individual dominance in a sport. No you know, one was more dominant Serena Williams, like, dominated female tennis. Yeah. Like, like I don't think I've ever seen an athlete dominate their sport. But Katie I, Ledecky. I, I think – who? Katie Ledecky. Yeah, swimming. she was she was dominant, too. But, you know, it's swimming. It, it's an Olympic. It's yeah. every four years. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I just look at what Wilt did. A fun fact about Wilt. Wilt was also a state champion Hundred yard dash because back yep. then it was a hundred yards, and long jump champion. He was just a better athlete than everyone like, in that era. So doesn't matter how big he when was. When we think seven footers, we tend to think dopey, you know, not fluid. Right. We don't think hundred yard dash champion, long jump champion. That's yeah. just he had the combination of size and athleticism <laughs> that we rarely see. Is NBA is the NBA starting to go the way of college basketball where the regular season is? Almost meaningless. That's and a we, good question. And we only care about the playoffs. <laughs> I care less about the regular season than I ever have before. Yes. It is to the extent that players are taking more nights off. You don't you're two, you're, you're not guaranteed who's gonna play in any game. You're not guaranteed you're right. gonna see your stars. Plus two thirds of the if you include the play in, which 
two you thirds have to of, now. Two thirds of the, the leagues make, make the, the playoffs, playoffs, essentially. At least play past the regular right. season. Right, yes. And I, you're different because I know you are a major basketball fan. You watch a game every night, I'm guessing. I My, my interest is Wayne. I'm not going to. Right, but you know what I think has done it, guys? This. Yeah. I used to watch yeah. Major League Baseball every night of the season. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the Indians were off, I would find another game to watch. Mm-hmm. I now find myself living my life. I've, I've just decided, I'm like, you know what? I've been a slave to this box yeah. Yeah. for so many hours of my life. And as you get older, and this will happen for you, it's probably happening somewhat to you, you just realize I can keep my interest as a fan and do something else. I can yeah. go to dinner and not see a pitch and feel like I didn't miss anything because well, I get alerts every time there's a score change in a, in a Guardians game. Not only that, but... The NBA, and this was strategic by the NBA, probably 10, 11 years ago, right when I started college, it wanted to be a social league because it was worldwide, international, and it said, unlike the NFL, which restricts all its rights and videos, obviously you guys see our show, we can't use them, the MLB, which is a terrible job of sharing their accomplishments, the NBA said, we're going to put everything out and you can use it. And by the way, Adam Silver was once again ahead of the curve. Right ahead of his curve. He was the one that embraced gambling first. He was the one that said... Why would we restrict something that promotes our in-progress right. games? Nuts. On the yeah. flip side of that, now fast forward 11 years, it is so accessible. Maybe it's too accessible. You don't have to watch a game, and you could watch, and you go on Twitter, Instagram, you the the YouTube. Night. You don't have to watch SportsCenter. No. You just go on your phone, and in five <gasps> minutes, you can know exactly what happened in the game. You could read the box. You could read the game recap. Yep. You could look at the box, or you could see the highlights all in one page. And you don't have to watch. So it's almost become... To the flip side, where it's too accessible to, yeah, we're the regular season now. You just don't right. have to watch games because you know what happens. the sport, too. I agree. Even I, who am a diehard baseball fan, like you watch less baseball than I used to. And when I was working in New York, I would watch almost every Met, Yankee, and Cub game. Did you sleep? Not much. Did you eat? And then when I first moved here, I was watching every Indians and Cubs game. And now... You know, I watch a lot, but I don't watch every game. And yeah, we, last year, I barely watched the Cubs because I knew they were going to be bad. I was like, you lose I don't have the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tell you, I've watched one college basketball game start to finish this year. I've watched any. Corey was in for the Big Ten Championships last week. And mm-hmm. Wednesday night, there was a big game. Rutgers was playing Michigan. Rutgers, I think, is pretty solid in their They're good, tournament yeah. bid. But Michigan was a bubble team. It was at Rutgers. And Corey wanted to watch it, so I watched. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I wanted to scream after about eight minutes. <laughs> there was a six-minute stretch where neither team scored a field They're goal. They're so... It, yeah. It, so... It is the worst yeah. level yeah. of basketball I have ever seen at the collegiate level. And yeah. It's unwatchable. The reason for that is if you're good, you go to the NBA. Yeah. And the and guys and by the way, those are gone. And by the way, I was just reading yesterday, they're nego- like the so the NBA has to decide by I believe this summer or maybe it's next summer, I can't remember. Next summer. If they're going to extend <laughs> next their current CBA. So they've been negotiating and like apparently the negotiations are going really well. 
which you're so not used to hearing in sports. Yeah, I know. But one of the things that, that Adam Silver said is we're probably going to change the rule uh, where you have to only be 18 instead of 19 to so play in the NBA. You could go from the high school. Straight ranks, from high school. Which is why those draft picks are becoming more valuable mm-hmm. after 2025. Right, right, then it's right. going to be two classes. That that 2025 NBA draft yeah, class, those right. picks yeah. are like double catch. Which means college basketball is going to get even worse. Even the drawing pool gets bigger for, for the 20, NBA, exactly for the NBA draft in 2025. Yeah, I, I just it's not. I'm not interested now. When the tournament rolls around, yeah. I will be interested because now we're talking about the best teams. But even then, it's more about the bracket sheet right. and yeah. the competition. Right. I think um, the, I, I'm definitely more interested in the NBA than I am college basketball. I always have been. But I still I, every year with the NBA, I have less and less interest in the regular season. Once the playoffs start, I'm in. I'm yeah, into it. I am what, too. But what's crazy about that bowl is, I think the regular season's worse than ever. I think the NBA playoffs are better than ever. And it's because these teams—I agree with that—they walk through the regular season, like you right. said. You're getting max effort in the playoffs. And, and now, for 48 minutes, you are seeing two teams slog it out, fight it out. I love the adjustments game to game, which yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see how Bickerstaff adjusts in a seven-game series to seeing a team night after night after night. And the fact that a you get so accustomed not seeing defense that when you see a little defense, you're like, hey, good. Yeah, look at that rotation. Right. The other thing, yeah. too, in college basketball, which makes the tournament so great, is the immediate urgency. All the, all the games are game sevens. Right, yeah. right, right. And yeah. to me, there's nothing more exciting in sports than a game seven. That's that, You give it's me a best. game seven, I don't care if it's the NHL Stanley Cup final, I'm in. Right. Because it's the urgency of that. It's the Every single possession matters. It's like baseball. Every pitch right. is so important in a game seven. Well, that's um, why football is king because every game is a game every seven. Game every game feels like and a the regular. Game seven. It's the only sport where the playoffs is a game seven every game, and the regular season matters. And the that's most. why I'm, I guess, expanding the college football playoff. But that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be. It'll end up being six. It's it's already going to twelve. It, it, it's going to expand, but it, I like it at four because it, it keeps every game cap important. out at sixteen. Uh, before we leave the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell in the dust, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't point out that he is currently ten three pointers from tying J.R. Smith's. Season record. Single season Cavs record. Single season Cavs record. He's 11 threes from breaking it. I mean, you can average these things out. It's going to happen within two or three games. You guys want to venture a guess if it's two, three? Where is it? You want to start, Paul? I broke this down if you want me to start. Uh, So they're playing. They play Boston tomorrow, Detroit Saturday, Boston Monday. I say he does it against Detroit. I do too. Late against Detroit. I said Boston Monday. I, I think Boston after those early two regular season losses. He's going to come out on fire. I think that game on uh, Wednesday night might get a little ugly for the Cavs. He comes back with a big performance against Detroit, and then he breaks in the first quarter against Boston. He has nine after the first two games, and he's two in the first quarter against Boston on Monday to break the record while you're texting Jason Lloyd if you're I got four against Boston. Specific. I think we have to write that down so we can call that. Call back to that. I'm he in. gets nine in the Boston and Detroit games combined. He gets two in the first, first quarter, quarter against Monday. Boston. And then Jason Lloyd is texting with the – uh, coaches tier members, and he's going to tell he you broke the listen, broke the record. Anybody going to be excited about that record getting no. broken? No, no, because it, <laughs> it, it won't stop the game. It'll it be broken the, the next basketball. year again, and then Darius Garland will break Jr.'s record. And next thing you know, in two years, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell will have one, two, three, and four on that list. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's that's it, the, the NBA now is a three point game, and that's why we somebody stumbled upon this the other day. I think it was you that said the Cavs are twentieth in the yeah, league in the three point. Either percentage or three points made, made. made threes a game. Yeah. Okay, that to me is you're not going to win an NBA champ. That would be like winning a Super Bowl and you're 20th in passing. It, it's yeah. not going to happen. Right. It's that that three yeah. point shot 
is to the NBA what the passing game is to the NFL. When's the last time a team that was not in reached the top ten? That's a great question. Well, the Warriors have won it all those years. They were definitely top ten. Right. The Raptors weren't a great three-point shooting team. They were. They had great depth all around, though. Well, the, when the Cavs won, JR uh, was JR, a good shooter. Had, Kevin, Kevin Love was a good shooter. Love. I bet shooter. you they made a lot of threes. I bet they were up in the, in the upper tier of, of makes. teams. I'd like to know that. I, it's I'm a great guess, research project. Yeah. If my somebody guess is the out Raptors. there wants to help us out, figure out uh, the last – 10 NBA champions where they ranked in three-point shots. One more thing on the NBA before we pivot. Uh, obviously, I played college basketball. All I did was shoot threes. Right. And I, for a while, I was like, man, I, I just came too, I came into basketball too early. You were like, born I missed, five years too soon. But now, I think it's opposite. I don't think I have a role in today's NBA. Everyone shoots. Well, There's, you didn't have a role in yesterday's NBA either. Well, but you know what I'm saying? Like today's era, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's did fair. your alma mater make the D3 uh, tournament? They did. Yeah. So they you did. were good. My team, my team was really good. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. I mean this year. This year they made it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I actually didn't make it in my. I just, oh, you didn't. I was just looking at the D three bracket. They did make it. Yep. One of the the Ooh. schools I did play by play for made it. Made at, it. Uh, but uh, how I, many teams make the D three? Sixty four. Sixty four. Real yeah. tournament. Yeah. It's a um, real tournament. But but my point is, everyone shoots threes now. Yeah. I don't have a spot in today's today's game of basketball. I'm just a short guy that shoots, not the shooter. Yeah, you're right because everyone's your role a before was either you had great handles or you, you were just a lights out three what was your field goal percent your three point shooting percentage do you remember like 41% that's pretty damn good I was a really good shooter yeah i mean that, that's really and i good. shot 97% of my shots were from three like i just how didn't. many free throws did you take you want to hear a funny free throw story real quick yeah. we were playing babson my junior year and i was coming off injury and i, I didn't play a lot till my last two years uh <laughs> there's a technical late in the game and i just got in the game my coach was like you shoot free throws like I imagine you were 90-plus. Very good free throw shooter. I airballed the first one by like seven feet. Oh, So bad. And, Why? And Nerves? Were people making fun of you? Oh, my God. The crowd got yeah. off me bad. I just, just came in the game. Wasn't like, maybe taking one trip up the court. Really yeah. wasn't loose. Nice. I don't take I don't take I don't take short. many free throws because I just shoot threes. Yeah. And yeah, I brought about seven feet. I'll, I'll put the video on Twitter. I have it. It's it's pretty oh bad. Oh my god. It's pretty <laughs> bad. It's pretty bad. I think you're gassing it. It wasn't seven feet short. Nah, but it was. It felt like it in the when moment. When you airball any free throw, it can be by one inch. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. I mean, it's the easiest target in the world. And then hit. I clanked the, I clanked the second one. I shot it way too hard. I was so like so embarrassed. Yeah, I missed them both. Oh Dude, my god. Yeah. yeah that reminds me. I got. I'll tell this very quick story. My buddy. Shout out to my pal Tariq Spence, one of my college friends. Tariq. You had a buddy named Tariq Spence? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a DJ in Rochester, New York. At, uh, an urban Tariq stage, on a Saturday urban night. Station. We need to get a real bull given all of the <laughs> Yeah, all the shout outs. That would be so, <laughs> so good. I, I, shout we, out to my dentist. He and I were doing. <laughs> so in Division Three, as Mike knows, usually the men and women travel together. Yes. Most Sometimes early in the season, they'll play separately. But in conference games, they always travel together. Yeah, same money. The, usually headers. the women will play at six, the men will play at eight. That's yeah. how we did it. Although more recent years they would flip flop it sometimes, but anyway, so we're we in our conference we went to Brockport College. It's the State University of New York Athletic Conference. Uh, there was one school we played at called Potsdam, which is way like it's by northern Marist, New York. Right? What's that? It's by Marist, right? No, no, no. I don't it's think so. further north. Potsdam is almost upstate. in Canada. Yeah, okay. like it's yeah, it's central New York, but northern central. I think they have a pretty good hockey program. They do it. They or at least they did when yeah. I was in school. Yeah. So we were at, at pot. Usually in Division Three, the play-by-play guys sit on the court because there's not a lot of media, or whatever. Right. At Potsdam, they didn't have the ability to connect to a phone line on the court, so we would sit on this perch right behind one of the baskets. Okay. So we're doing, but that's a weird angle behind the basket. Yeah, really sometimes. weird. So we're doing play-by-play, and my buddy and I would do the games, Tariq, 
I and um, we would alternate. Like sometimes I'd do the play-by-play -play for the women, and he'd do the color, and vice versa for yeah. the for the men. So we were doing the men's game, and he's doing the play-by-play. -play. It's a one-point game, and they sh our team shoots at the basket, and he goes. I can't even remember the play. I'll say. He goes, and Jackson makes the basket. The, the Golden Eagles win. The Golden Eagles win. And I'm standing there like, he missed. He missed. <laughs> there was a missed shot. But because of our angle, it looked like it was it nothing hit, but hit net. The net. It hit the net. Oh it was an air ball God. that hit the bottom of the net. We were at a tricky angle. I happened to see it. Yeah. He didn't. Now, we probably had like 18 people listening because it's college radio division the parents three. of all the players. But the parents, but it was so <laughs> That is sad. So That's, that's, that hurts. Yeah. Uh, you have a read you want to do, right, Anthony? Yeah, I would just want to remind everybody that memberships are a thing. And today is overtime. I have a pretty hot take for food, a uh, very Midwestern take. Wow. Apparently, I'm going to go crush him probably for Probably, apparently, fight You're going to disagree with him for sure. Yeah, no, Bull and I are not going to agree on this at all. So, if you do $1.99 a month, you get some custom emojis and loyalty badges. And if you do $4.99 a month, you join our coaches tier membership. And you can get overtime and a couple discounts at Cleveland Clothing Company. And you get to text Jason Lloyd when Donovan Mitchell breaks JR's three-point record. There you go. And a lot of there people locked into the show today. So, we had good numbers earlier in the show. And so, uh, but become an overtime member. It's very inexpensive, and you get all the bonus content. It's, it's great. And who knows, in the future, what there may be some extra things for. Uh, it's coming. We have, yeah. we have some things in the works. We just need to uh, finalize some dates. We got some really cool stuff Did coming. Did you guys see the, the uh, Steve, our uh, executive producer, sent us a tweet. I don't know if yeah. this is a joke or not. It says, breaking news, NFL legend Tom Brady has drawn up a game plan for a new career in stand-up comedy, but no, his inner circle has been trying to talk about it. It's from M Football, ML Football's. A, a, that's a joke. A no, but he says this is per Radar Online. ML Football, anything ML Football. Yes. Steve Becker, you just Steve, got trolled on. online. Steve got you Tom got, Brady. I was going to say, and now it goes on to say, Brady was interviewed by sources who tell us his quote was, if that effing McNuggets can do it, I know I can do it. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. By the way, Stefanski walked by Jason Lloyd, apparently, like eight five minute, minutes after minutes we went after. off. <laughs> Did yeah. you really? That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think I see that now. Do yeah. we think Jason had the pull to bring Stefanski over for one second to the show? He would in theory, but, yeah, I mean, he has a relationship with Stefanski. He, he does, would, but, but I, I, I don't I, know that Stefanski would have done it, though. Yeah, I don't think so. Don't he, think if he so. would do it for anybody, Jason would probably be higher up on that list. Yeah. But I don't think he would do it for anybody right now. Steve yeah, said, I, I thought it was funny, either. so I shared the, uh, yeah, the tweet. Yeah. Yeah, very funny. Right. Ha ha, yeah. very funny. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but he, Tom Brady's already got his next career mapped <laughs> out. I mean, he's going to make. He's all right? Tom Brady's got enough good things. He ain't funny. I've yeah. never heard him be no, funny. funny. I Although, can't imagine. You know what? Be... Tom Brady's, or, I mean, uh, Peyton Manning's funny. Peyton is. And Eli Manning's very funny, too. But I don't know. We don't know. Peyton Manning's funny, like, yes. I don't know if he'd be getting good at stand up. That's a whole other year, that, man. That thing on Saturday Night Live where he with the kids playing football is one of the funniest yeah, he's things. He's a great actor. Yeah. He, uh, the, the Monday Night Football telecast, the Manning cast. I like is, it. I, I, My only problem with it is I think they have too many guests. Yeah. Um, it's become more of an event than right. game coverage. Yes. Uh, but if, if I don't care about the game, or the teams that are yeah. playing. It's way better than a traditional broadcast. Way better than yeah, the well, traditional broadcast. Yeah, well, he gives broadcast. you, both of them, but especially Peyton, give you great insight. Yeah. And they're both very self-deprecating, which you appreciate, because usually are. sometimes superstars can be uptight about that. I love the commercial when they were trying to promote the Pro Bowl, which was unpromotable. <laughs> yeah. But they were meeting, they were talking at halftime at, at midfield, and, and Peyton's mom, you know, the, their mother called, and he, Peyton takes a call, and he's like, 
yeah, yeah, his mom, I got to go. And he turns around and I was like, yeah, it, it's Eli. And he, he's like, tell her I said hi or I, I want to talk. She doesn't want to talk to you. And, and then his last <laughs> line was, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. He's wearing pants that are way too tight. It's <laughs> so funny. They're, they're legitimately funny, but it may be too guest heavy. If we could get the guest they got, we'd take them all. We, wouldn't, know, we wouldn't say any of the words. We, ever, we would take all of them. Um, it wasn't as guest-centric as, right. it, as it's become. No, but they were so good that people wanted to come up. What happened yeah. was this accidental lightning in a bottle that yeah. happens sometimes in, in media. I mean, I think we, we've captured that clearly here with this show. No doubt. Uh, but people want to be part of it. They were fearful early on that they wouldn't be able to get an A-list guest for every game. Yeah. So they didn't really want to promote it as if they were going to have an A-list guest for every game. And what happened in very, very short order was – they had people lining up. Right. They have multiple A-list. They had President Obama. Condoleezza Rice. That's yeah. crazy. Um, people from the non-sports sphere. Yeah. A lot of Music. big actors, yeah. musicians that are that are big fans. And I got to tell you, that's why, to me, it's more entertaining. Now, I could never watch a Browns game that way. No. Never, never, no, never no. in a billion years. No, but. But for your average Monday night game, you know, the Raiders and the, even the Chiefs, you know, that would be an inner you know, right. divisional game. I just, I would much rather watch it yeah. with the man. Although I think the main broadcast gets better ratings, I believe. It still Part does. Part of that's because it's on ESPN versus ESPN2, That's right? a lot of that is. What percentage of people that have ESPN have ESPN2? So it's think, about 85%. It used oh, to be. It, it doesn't it automatically come together? No, there's a, oh. your, most of your uh, premium tier or excuse me, your basic cable will yeah. include ESPN. It doesn't always include ESPN too. The, the the conversion rate was if you did a million households on ESPN, the conversion was if it was airing on ESPN two, it would probably do about eight hundred thousand households. Eighty percent, give or take. So it was about eighty to eighty-five percent, um, and they've come up with that. From, obviously, they do simulcast sometimes, very infrequently, but sometimes right, they put right. both of them on there um what's fascinating to me is that disney has always chosen to put the games on espn when they would probably do a better number on abc sure just because it's over the it's air ABC. It's yeah, right. a lot of you know the the broadcast penetration is about 100 percent of the country right right e- even though we think that cable penetration is 100 it's not 100 no, percent. It's, no. it's you know it's more like 90 percent there's still 10 percent of america i would have guessed it was so. even less than that no it's but it's got to be going well, down now too, it's stream now yeah. so yeah, cable right. has been replaced by streaming and most of your households do have fast, uh, uh, high-speed internet, but not all of them. And, you know, some of them don't have I do have one devices. friend that has no television at all. No, by, Netflix, by choice. No. They just don't want to watch television. Nope. Yeah. It's a girl. It's a woman. Yeah. She's a girl. Uh, and she, but she's has a boyfriend, and they do not watch any TV. It's yeah. Crazy. There are evenings where my television set and it does not get turned on. Um, it's more infrequent now because there's almost always a game on in today's broadcast sure, climate. Sure, Sure. Uh, I think back to when I, I you and really I were watch. kids, Jay, and like oh. it was so hard to watch a game, especially any team outside of the area. Well, I can't was, imagine. I mean, for you, it was tough because you were in New York being a Bengals fan. And Cubs and, and fan. And a Cubs fan. I could, yeah. But if you were a Mets, Yankees, Giants, Jets, you know, you saw everything. You never missed anything. Right. It was all free. But but that was great. That part of it was all on, you know, free TV. But you weren't getting out of market But you TV. couldn't watch anything out of market. No, no. Nothing. When I got to see the... Like when the Cubs played the the Mets, it was like, oh my God! No, you I know? know, I know, it was crazy. Yeah. It, it really was. Sorry, 
Um, no, Anthony. Speaking of baseball. Got, yeah, we got. We'll do ten minutes. And we'll do your top five. Yeah, let's it. do it. Let's yeah. do it. I'm not in love right. with my top five today, but that's fine. Let's get it. Well, let's uh, get the Guardians. Yeah, you, we might be able to make fun of you. You're so, in the seat, uh, so you're, you're doing yeah. it today, no matter what. Uh, yeah, we talked about this yesterday, and Bull brought that up on the call, and I thought the same thing when I got this. I go, I think we did it. Yeah. But in the rundown for this segment of the show was which Guardians going to benefit most from the new rules, and I, I, on both fronts, I think it's Jose Ramirez on the shift yeah. and the bigger bases. But I think Quan yeah. is going to also um, enjoy Quan. They teams did shift on Quan last year, not a lot, but they did. Um, he just puts the ball in play. So I think if you put the ball in play, you're more likely to be benefit from a field that has more holes in it now than, than right. it previously did. I also think if you look at the numbers, um, just in general, a guy like Naylor, lefties will benefit. Because yeah. teams are more comfortable over shifting a lefty yep. much more than a righty. Yes. Because of the double play scenario, if there's a right. runner on, the double play scenario gets really wonky if yes. you've got a third baseman now where the shortstop is and the shortstop is playing second. I, I, I was looking at some statistics of like it was like 2012 lefties when they pulled the ball versus 2022 as opposed to righties. Yeah. And it, for righties, it wasn't this huge disparity for lefties. It was like a 50 point drop in batting yeah, average. Really? Some maybe 40, but it was like some huge amount yeah. since the, since shifts have become big. And to that point, I think Jose Ramirez is the guy. So I yeah. went with two different ones. The first one was Miles Straw, just because he was 21 of 22 stealing bases last year. The bases are bigger. Yeah. He may not ever hit for a super high average. I don't think the shift really affects him, but Hey, I'll take a guy who hits 225, but steals 40 bases. Yeah in my lineup if he's the one hole. The second guy was Josh Bell, to exactly your point. He yeah. mashes righties. Not He's a switch hitter. Yeah. Not terrible against lefties, but great no, against not righties. not like Naylor against lefties. And I was looking up, and I found a baseball savant. Are you guys familiar with that website? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it very good. That had every analytic and hit spray chart. 75% of his balls hit his BAPIP. Balls in play were, were to the right side of the field. Side. Pull side from the left well, side of the bat, plate. Right. Babip is batting average, average. on balls okay. in play. I'm getting yeah, my yeah. analytics confused here, yeah. but but that's still it's a, it's a metric that you can glean some yes. information from. And his exit velo was significantly higher as a lefty, and it was always significantly higher to the pull side. He's which a is much not, better left-handed, which is not yeah. uncommon because that's your pull he's side. He's adequate as a right. He's again, he's not Naylor. He as a right-handed hit, like Naylor's not a switch hitter, but yeah. but as a right-handed hitter against lefties, Bell's an adequate player. Naylor's useless against left. And I didn't realize with Bell, by the way, it's a one-year deal with a player option for the second yeah, year. Yeah, it is. I, I wasn't That's aware of done, that. I think they've done that um, in six and 17 when they brought over – who was the guy they brought in from the Blue Jays? Um, the Encar- Encarnacion? No, that was a multi-year deal. Was it? I thought it was two with an, uh, uh, with an option. I thought it was one with a second-year option. It was definitely option. at least two years. Yeah, but did they pick up his option after season one? I, I no, I think it was a multi. I, well, okay, we can they, double check that, but I'm pretty sure it was a multi-year deal. There was an option. I at the look end, at that though as a two-year deal. I mean, if he's good and we want yeah. to keep him, we can. Well, no, well, it's, no it's Bell a, has a player option. It's a player oh, he option. Does. And Bell said I just a team in, in a quote I looked at, Bell said, "I love the fact that there's no shift. It's going to help me get my power back, and I'm using that player option as motivation to come out and absolutely yeah, well, mash this We year. want him to not pick up that option because he's only picking up that option if he has a bad year. Yeah, true." Yeah. So, yeah. you know, maybe you can re-sign him there if you want. Well, but they probably I'll ta- won't. I'll take a great season from him. Give and me worry one great season. But I think with the shift and that extra motivation, I'm expecting a monster year from Josh Bell this I year. I hope so. One I way mean, or another. We, it's going to be a big upgrade at that position. 
think we upgrade at catcher. You know, we take, we really, I don't even count center field as a weakness because he's so good defensively and on the bases. But that's the it only would be nice to upgrade center field. Yeah, too. Miles Straw is the only weakness in the lineup. Yeah, is Zanino just, a lefty or righty hitter? By the way, is who uh, Zanino? He's he's a, he's a righty. I think he's a wow. Well, I don't know is why I was thinking he was a switch he hitter, but no, nah, he's probably I think, a righty. I think he's a now I got to look it up. I don't uh, remember. One of the things I've always been fascinated about, Bull, and I'm sure you spent a lot of time thinking about this too, is the sw- the, the the mechanics of a left-handed swing versus the mechanics of a right-handed swing. Lefties are all. I mean, t- typically. They're great low ball hitters. Yes. Righties are not as good at hitting low pitches. And I'm just fascinated by that. It's so weird. It is really weird. And that's why I think we always think of the lefty swing as the prettier swing. It is. The Daryl Strawberry, the Ken Griffey Jr. The more natural fluid. Someone once told me that that has something to do with the fact that you are running towards first base. And as a hitter, you subconsciously are not are starting that process. It's almost like when a wide receiver is like this and the ball's not in his hands yet and he's doing this. He's he's running with the ball before he gets it. Your momentum as a hitter is ultimately going to have to take you to first base. Right. Well, with a lefty, that swing and the fall off, you're already down there. Whereas for a righty, you have to finish the process of swinging, right, and then reverse your momentum, yeah, ninety degrees. As Zanino is, is a right-handed hitter, he's the right-handed hitter, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on guys that will that will struggle with some of these new rules changes? Well, when I made a, when I came up with the topic last night, when, when Mike and I were talking about it, I was thinking about like Class A and how long he takes between pitches. I, I haven't heard you guys mention our pitching lineup and the pitch clock yet. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm more worried about Karinchek than I am Class A because Karinchek's a lunatic he's so and he's fidgety. fidgety. Like Class A, I think, yeah, he's going to have to adjust. I, I'm just not that worried about it. I, these guys are, you know, you adjust. You have five weeks, six weeks of spring training. Let's go. Get used to it. With guys on base, they get 20 seconds, and I think that's reasonable. I will tell you that from watching what little bit I watched over the weekend, there were times where the 15-second clock felt it goes really quick. quick. I know. You know how you're watching a basketball game? And you're not looking at the shot clock, and then all of a sudden you re- realize, oh my God, it's at five. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, right. Where did that? Where did that go? Yeah. They they didn't waste their time bringing it over mid court, half court, and you know they made a couple of passes, and now you it's time to start thinking about that shot. I think in the long run we're all going to love this. There'll be a couple of times where it affects a game, and we'll get annoyed. Yeah. But in the long run, as players adjust, and as more and more young players think the game is getting younger and younger. The young players are used to this now in the minors. Yeah. I, I guarantee you there's no guy who's like 25 and younger that's going to complain about this. Have you heard from anybody that just hates it yet? Fans? Yeah. Or media. Because uh, I have not. I haven't heard from anybody really. that has flat out said, no. this is a horrible idea. Yeah. I haven't heard that yet. We'll have those complaints here and there, but I think by the end of the year we'll be like, wow. I'm glad the games are quicker. And you know what I hope we're saying by July? Yeah. Remember when we would have to carve out like a three and a half, four hour block to yeah. come to a game and now we can we can be home Crazy. at 9 30. I mean you talk about not wanting to spend as much time in front of the TV not wanting to spend it well I mean I, I want to watch a game in two and a half hours I we all do. when we were kids the games were faster yeah they were I remember every time Greg Maddox would pitch it would be it seemed like it was a two-hour game yeah well he didn't throw balls yeah he, he didn't give up runs right you know and you know part just, of it and he was quick Part of it, when we were younger, you didn't have the pitching changes like you have now. I'm wondering, do you know if the if the between innings time has ever changed? Uh, I don't know that, but I did I see know. that some pitchers are going to take golf carts from the dugout to the mound. 
is to, that to speed up because the clock starts as soon as they make the pitching change. That clock starts them to warm up. So to save time, instead of sprinting down there, they're going to take a golf cart. <laughs> I think we read the are Mets you, were bringing back. Yeah. Is that, is are Met, you, is I'm that real? Yeah, yeah, they serious. used to listen, do that. Listen, it used to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. used to be a thing. Not every relief pitcher did it. No. But – you know, here comes the cart driving right on the field. Yeah, used to, you know, it was definitely a thing. There was. Uh, It'd be interesting if every ballpark goes to that. How do you become the golf? I want to be the golf cart driver. That just be a shuttles, great game, wouldn't it? Back and forth, class A and Karen check. And it's brought guys. to you by Uber, like so. The whole thing's wrapped in like Uber. Brought to you by Steve. How do we get UCSS? We know Curtis. Yeah. We're gonna go with Curtis. UCSS needs to be the sponsor of the Guardians bullpen cart. There's I think the, instead of playing their walkout song through the entire stadium, they should just put a big boom box on the cart then. So it just kind of. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the game's yeah. going to be. This, this, I think the game of baseball will be more different this year from last than at any point in yeah. my fandom. I mean, think about the, I mean, dr- the. The designated hitter change. That was huge. Was big. Yeah. Really big. But it, it didn't fundamentally change every pitch. No, right. And this changes I know. every single game that you go to will be different. I, I feel like the 15-year-old Adam would have hated all these rules, and now I love them all. R- really? Which you is think- crazy because they're targeted for younger I know fans. that, but I was 15 in the 80s. And it, it, I no. just, I, 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 every, I see what you mean. As a kid in New York, you were obsessed with baseball. Every, yeah. I didn't have a single friend I knew that didn't love baseball. Everybody. Most yeah. kids now don't love baseball. And we played it. Everybody played. We played it. We'd go to the park. We'd have pickup games. There was it was never a problem to get. You don't always have eighteen p- people. Right. You know, sometimes you had you know right field was an out automatically. Right. Um. You know you'd play pitcher's hand, but if you had like 12, 14 guys, you, you could, could you could have a fun game. Yeah. And we never had a hard time finding no. players. We would all ride the bikes around the neighborhood. We'd gather up, and a lot of girls in the neighborhood played too. We had a lot of tomboy girls in my neighborhood. Yeah. And we would go to the park, and we would play for three four hours until yeah, it was right. dinner time to yeah. come home well now every every kid's sports is so structured now we I we know. would just go to the park and play that kids, was it i go by baseball parks now and it's it, it's obvious these haven't been used in years i know it's, it's sad really sad a well, state road park in parma you're not allowed to without a permit you can't go out there you could get fined for that's stupid the, even if it's empty fields. that's stupid that's crazy. as far as i know i don't know that's if it's stupid. changed recently straighten out parma hey let's do your top five yeah. top yeah, five we'll favorite it. gym lists right yeah, so this is yours and not Mike's. I, I already vehemently disagree yeah. with this, by the way. He only told me five, and that would have been on my five least favorite ones. So, well, I when when you're in the gym, I feel like I'm always seeing you do the same ones. Uh, yeah, I mean, I so I always do arms and backs here yeah. on Fridays, and then I have a buddy that I work out with for the rest of the week that we do everything else. Okay. Yeah, so my number five here, I'll just get right into it, is weighted lunges because this was the only leg workout at soccer that didn't make me want to die yeah I, I, these are the it's worst it's easy to do it's simple and i didn't want to cry when i did it they're miserable yeah no absolutely I, miserable that would be on my least five i hate lifts. them too because my knees um but bull thoughts on weight no lunges? comment no comment oh uh, number four <laughs> no number offense four, got- i think this is the most boring topic i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah look we were thinking about top five. I tried killing it. You guys said, let's yeah, do let's, it. All it's, right? it's yours. Hey, the final takes. It's your turn. Your I think we all shine. have our top five. I I'd, I I'd rather have a list of top five body parts. <laughs> yeah, not, but that could not, get real dicey. <laughs> what, is the, what is the elbow? 
Number four. Elbow does not make my top five. This one's a little bit special to me is a bench press because I just fell in love with it this year. Oh, really? Um, because of my heart surgery, I wasn't supposed to be able to build up my chest muscle, and I can finally bench over 100 pounds. I remember you and told I'm me proud that. of myself for that. Attaboy. So I put that one on the list. I didn't know you had heart surgery. When did you have I heart surgery? He's got a oh, giant scar. Major, yeah. major heart surgery. I didn't surgery. know. He never told me about this. Yeah, yeah, he'll strip down after the show. Giant, I only learned it one day we were working out in the gym. Wow. And you said something for members only, I'll take my shirt off after the show. By the way, I heard. We're losing members so fast right now. Oh, yeah. Everybody's canceling. By the way, I heard. Is that a perk or a, uh, a penalty? <laughs> Joe Thomas was on with uh, Mitchell Schwartz on his podcast yeah. recently, and Mitchell asked him what he thought because he doesn't have any. He said he the thinks, bench press is irrelevant. Right. He says the bench press, Joe Thomas said the bench press is the most irrelevant thing at the combine. It is completely meaningless. Yep. It has no value to. It shows Why nothing about it, an then? offensive lineman. He says they do it because it looks cool. Oh, on TV. It offensive cool. linemen. No, he said it's meaningless, period. Can See, you, I disagree with that. I, I kind of lean towards Joe because even though it's weird, he's, offensive he, linemen, they do use that push but motion. But he talked about there are other uh, weightlifting things, I can't remember what he mentioned specifically, that are more an indicator for how good you'd be. To me, the, well, the way they do it, they rep 225. Yeah. To me, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a strength contest. It's endurance. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even pure strength. If, if they were interested in pure strength, they would say, well, what's your max? Well, we what ask. they're doing is they're, 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 they're doing a repetitive motion and they're finding out what your muscle capacity is to carry oxygen. Before you, everybody peaks, whatever it is. If it's 22, 24, 29, you get to your that that spot and you're done. I mean, you're out. Yeah. And to me, I was always impressed by the guys that could snap off 30. He says it's meaningless. Yeah. We got to ask Joe him next time. More than I do about we, it. We got to ask him next time he's on. All right. For like the yeah, it's a fun bragging right workout. I'm surprised. I, I like that. That. I'm surprised that you had it so low, but I, uh, because I, you haven't I, been until, able to do it. When I started working out heavily in college, I couldn't get past like 20 pounds on each side. I just couldn't do it. So right, until right. recently. Um, but number three, I got the lat pull down working out my back. I always yes. see you doing that. Yep, that's great my one. favorite one. That is great one, one of my favorites. Is one of your favorites. Um, that was a good lat mention, pull down. Uh, it, it, Mike, I, it's one of my favorites, too. I love it. Mike, Mike taught me how to do a standing row, uh, right? which I had never done before. Honorable mention. It's getting up there. I like doing okay. that one, too. I good. do that one here. Uh, number two, lat pull down, great choice. Leg press is a good one. Great one, yeah. I hate squatting. I, I despise yeah. squatting. So well, you know, we, we have the hydraulic rack over here. Have you yeah. tried that? I have not, actually. Try it. It's it's a lot, a lot better. By the way, I, I did like doing that when I would go to the gym occasionally because I have very strong legs and I'm heavy, so I could always do a ton of weight. So I felt like that was the one exercise I could do right. to kind of show <laughs> Put off. Put a lot of plates yeah, on. It's, like, it's yeah. a real good confidence booster. I but like it is. Yeah. By the way, we're, we're, was top five brands of yogurt not available today, <laughs> Anthony? No, but we're going to get into a pizza top. Yeah, look at those legs, Steve. Time, so. Yeah, good job. <laughs> All right. Was that, was that, before you put up. Don't forget, Bull has great calves. I do. Thank we, you. He does. We, he, does. <laughs> he showed on like one of the I first times the calves, I showed. Yeah. I do remember and we were, that. He, I was shocked. My calves Bull. are jacked. Bull has phenomenal calves. I'm not showing them again. I'm are you a toe up. walker? I have no calves. I have no calves. A lot so. of folks that have developed calves um, tend to their their gait tends to put most of their weight on their on, on maybe, the front of their foot. Maybe I am. I have no yeah. calves, so you might be. Uh, right, what's your favorite one? My favorite one since college. Gotta be I curls. love doing landmines because it works oh, out wow. everything. And I don't know why. I've heard just, of that. It's fun. Yeah. No, it is Once fun. again, replace the squats. Yeah. Boy, you really do hate squats. I hate squats. I it hate squats, neck. too. Well, it hurts everything. Mine, I mean, landmines are essentially squats. Just, they I, are. Yeah, but it does, I don't have to put the bar on the back. The weight, the yeah, the weight is. The weight distribution is very different. It's distributed a different way. By the way. And it does work everything. You're right. Like, when I'm doing squats, I'm just. 
your ass and legs. That's it. Yeah. That's it's a real ISO uh, move, and that you know you're working arms, chest, uh, definitely glutes, everything. By the way, on tomorrow's show, top five tourist destinations in Iceland. <laughs> That's gonna be a big one. I'm sure uh, there's a couple of Game of Thrones sets we can Earl, find. Earl's in the seat yeah. tomorrow, so yeah. we can see uh, we can see if Earl has a. Earl's daughter's team made the uh, state whatever's, tournament. Whatever's they? next, they won again. States. High school? Yeah, whatever. Earl has a daughter in high school. I know. It's she's a freshman. Yeah, she's a freshman. Freshman, Warrensville. Would he have her when he was like 12? Earl's a young. I think Earl's Earl, a little older. Earl's than older you think than you think. Earl's older than you think he is. Okay. Yeah. Earl's a little older than thank you. He's but the oldest dude, one on the production man. team. I can tell you that. Yeah. Earl's good people. Earl's the best. Earl's a and shout out to his daughter. Dude. I think he plays at, I think she's at Warrensville, right? Where, where yes. Brad is. At Warrensville yes. Heights? I yeah. think so, yeah. Wow. yeah I think Congratulations. They're, so I think they're in the final is she a, four. Does she play on the varsity team as a freshman or no? She does, but I don't think she, I don't she's, think she's she's a, I believe she's a rotation player. Yeah. Okay, wow. Rotation player on varsity. But to be on varsity as a freshman is pretty impressive. Very impressive. And it's funny. We were talking about Earl the other day. Earl says he has no basketball skill whatsoever. Really? I, I don't want to say he's a baseball he's, guy. Yeah, I don't want to say us. what he said. He's a NASCAR base. I, I don't want to repeat the words he said. I'll tell you guys off. What? Camera. The people assume he was good because he's black? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. No, you went there. Yeah, you went. You there. also went to what? Wait, he likes NASCAR? <laughs> no, I thought that's what he was gonna say. Is no, that I, I, oh, people I, just assume I'm good because I'm well, black? It's a good thing because a lot of white people will do that. That's the you know. The, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, we also have a new sponsor tomorrow, guys. No. Tease. Tell us about it. It's your boy. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Colleague? Mr. NASCAR, colleague. Nice. Starts on four times an hour. No kidding. Yep. Four reads an hour? Yep. Eight reads a show? Nope, just a second half I hour. think we need to do a NASCAR That's fantasy fantastic. league. And, and they get a spot on that. Monday and Friday. I know, I yeah. did it once. They're really popular. With I can't do any worse than football, so. Yeah, you I can. feel like you we should do like a NASCAR it. Fantasy League for no money. Well, the, lead, the season's already started. I mean, it doesn't mean we couldn't do one. Yeah, we couldn't. But You want to set it up? <sighs> Not really. I got enough going on in my life. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> Earl, we got a final maybe take. Earl we can set minutes. that one up for us. We have two I, minutes left. Does I, anybody I got want to do a final take? You got a final take? We want to talk Last of Us for a sec without spoiling anything? Sure. It's the best new show in at least... Two years. What's the show? What it's are we talking so about? It's so good. The Last of Us on HBO. Oh, yeah. You guys rave about it. It's that. the best new show I've seen in at least two years. Uh, the best show in the last six months is The Last of Us, which is on HBO, and then the, actually, the, the, the Welcome to Chippendales. Did anybody see that? I know a lot my of guys are going to be like, it. I'm not watching a show about Chippendales. No, it was I, a great show. My friend was in it. He had like a little oh, really? minute speaking role. Yeah. Awesome show. I haven't seen it's it. A, it's a, uh, the main uh, character in that is really good. I forget his name. Uh, he was the. He's, he was also in something else that was really he's, good. He's, he's from I, India. Everything yeah, I, I he can't does, think of, I can't think of his name. It becomes a hit. I think his first name is Kumali, I believe. Yes. He's really funny. Yeah. He plays the the lead. He's the main guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I've I've read a little bit about the story of it. It's a bizarre story. Well, there's a documentary on Hulu as well. Yeah, that's separate. But from it's the series, really fascinating, though, right? Is that, yes. Yeah, that's what yes. I thought. Yes. By the way, I got I, I've got an announcement coming next week about another podcast I'm starting. 
about television. It's going to be on twice a month. Yeah, that's the one you told us about where your son might My have son's going to be on it for a couple of minutes every show. We got to coach him up. Yeah. Because when he was in here, we, we talked to him about the, about the I, movie. He didn't give an answer. Yeah. He just got yeah. a little tight. He got a little tight. I know. But that, you know what? It's his first rep. Well, we're going to practice. Rep. Yeah. We're going to do he's, some practice runs. He's obviously go a see, kid. Go see Cocaine Bear this weekend, too. Oh, yeah. Know. I've had people tell me that is absolutely it's hilarious. On my, on my list. I want to see it, but is I can't it go. as funny to... as the trailer makes it seem? Yeah, it's 90 minutes of pure chaos. Yeah, well, it's it really like good. it. It, it, it reminds like me of that movie Lake Placid, which I liked. Which it's was, bad, but it's yeah. intentionally bad. I can't go to the movies okay. anymore, though, because I cannot go to a movie without eating popcorn. I can't eat popcorn right now. So. Yeah, that's true. Overtime next. See you in overtime. All right, see you in overtime. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.